1: This week on the shutdown full cast with myself, Jason Kirk. Say hello, Jason Kirk. Squad! That's how they say hi in Kennesaw. College football editor of SB Nation, by the way, which you just heard. And contributor to SB Nation at edsbs.com, Ryan Nanny.
0: Yeah, that's that's me. I'm yeah. glad you know my title because I never do.
1: It changes week to week. Next week you're in charge of everything, and then you go back to that. That's fine. We have, a, I think, a somber duty. We have to memorialize a coach now departed, at least from the ranks (laughs) of the employed. He's not dead. He's not in jail. We're going to see him again somewhere. Moving like Winnie the Pooh, jollily, down the road in an avuncular fashion dispensing bits of wisdom and pizza to all he meets. But I think we owe a proper farewell to Brady Hoke. And to do that, I wanted to bring on Ryan Nanny, who's going to recite, I think, a song that should inspire and console us all in the days and weeks following Brady Hoke's departure from the world of college football and pizza. Ryan. Ryan. Uh,
0: I can't stand to fly, I'm not that naïve, uh, I'm just out to find the better part of me. Well, um, I'm more than a bird, I'm more than a plane, I'm more than some pretty face beside a train. It's not easy to be me.
1: Thank
2: you. That was
0: that was so. It, get, mo- it
2: gets you. It gets you right in the emotions.
0: I think it's appropriate that we picked five for fighting since Michigan only won five games
1: this year. You see what I was doing. The plan is layers deep. It's <laughs> got levels. It was so moving, by the way, that someone scheduled a flyover for Jason Kirk's house just in time.
2: Yeah, we got. Yeah, we got people uh, all crowding all around the mic
1: here. The shutdown full cast for this week. Now that we've paid appreciation to Brady Hoke, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, what we'll know in, oh, you know, 12 hours when we get this up. Probably more like 16. What we'll know about coaching searches, hires since starting Sunday, (laughs) following the premature fire. Remember, Florida's going to fire uh, first. That's our rule. Even when we say, We'll give him the whole season. That actually means until about the South Carolina game now.
0: Wait, wait to disrespect Kansas once again.
1: <laughs> they don't count. <laughs> That's more of a salvation. Yeah. It's more of a release. Congratulations.
0: It's a, it's a liber it's a catch and release program.
1: Tomorrow is the first day of the rest of your life, non-Kansas coach. Go go do something else that isn't being this thing that only Mark Mangino and like uh Glenn Mason have sort of been successful at. So, with that, Sunday you get Black Sunday, where everybody starts getting fired. That carried on over into a dignified Black Monday, when, on Monday, Michigan fired Brady Hoke. Finally, at long last, fired Brady Hoke. So, what I wanted to do was go through a few of these, but I should go back to, uh, to that Florida job, because... I don't know, Ryan. You want you want to bring us up up to speed on what's happened so far, uh, just in so, case someone listening to this isn't quite there.
0: So so we're recording this about eight thirty in the p.m. on Wednesday evening. Last I have heard, Jeremy Foley flew out to Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, I don't know if he spent the night at Jim McElwain's house, but he was definitely there into the evening hours, and he did spend the night in Colorado. Uh, and the way where things basically stand now, things have gone from "Yep, Florida's definitely getting Jim McElwain." Just go ahead and print those commemorative T-shirts up. To mm, hold up, they may have a problem with his seven mil- seven point five million dollar buyout.
1: Now, can I can I a- ask a little question before Please. You, before you decided to start talking to this coach and take the plane across the country? into into the frontier heart of this yeah. nation mm-hmm. and, and land in Fort Collins and have uh, talks with this coach, D- did you know that there was a $7.5 million buyout? Uh, you
0: did. And the best explanation that I have seen for this comes from our own Bud Elliott, who Bud suggested that one of the reasons why Florida is being so public with this coaching search as opposed to previous ones is that they are trying to make things so uncomfortable for Colorado State that it becomes obvious Jim McElwain can't come back because <laughs> and and that they'll just sort of accept some sort of lower buyout just to save whatever face is left.
2: Yeah, because basically Florida is telling every 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 everyone that Colorado State is recruiting that hey, your coach is trying to leave. Right. Like Florida Florida actually tweeted we just left Jim McElwain's house. We had, we had a you great meeting never with Jim McElwain.
0: Existent, contracted coach.
2: They're taking photos on the plane still, <laughs> that, that everyone's following.
1: They're still em, and still employed. Like, take the names off here, right? And just imagine School A goes to School B's house and sits with their coach and chats and tweets like, LOL, talking to Nick Saban. ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. That that house would be attacked if this were Alabama.
2: Yeah, and that's still Colorado State's head coach as of yeah. as of this recording. As I mean, of this tomorrow recording. he might be with the Dallas Cowboys. We have no idea.
1: Oh, yeah. But this this wasn't anything. This was this was a matter of public record, right? That contract. So 100%
0: yes. Yeah,
1: so this is basically the new boyfriend and your wife sitting on the couch going, "You should leave." You should just, just go out. <laughs>
0: We're not even divorced. You haven't even served me with papers.
1: With, like, the
2: media who cover your family. You know, every family has... Every family has, <laughs> every family has, has
1: paparazzi. Has,
2: yeah, has local paparazzi. It's like, it's like the, the hall or the nanny paparazzi gathered outside your house, taking photos inside your house, which is what Fort Collins Media were doing <laughs> as Jeremy Foley spent the
1: night or whatever. Taking one particularly haunting photo of Foley looking out of the window, <laughs> looking really troubled. Jeremy oh.
2: Foley looking like he just realized, I flew across the country. And didn't get the seven million dollar thing worked out first, <laughs> which that's my favorite part of it all is um, Sunday night when our own Stephen Godfrey reported that uh, Hugh Freeze was the first choice for Florida. Uh, you know, a bunch of people jump in and say, "Oh no, that's not like Jeremy Foley at all. He would never do that. He would never get involved in a big messy coaching negotiation. You know, he would he would never leak something like that publicly." Two days later, he has the most public coaching negotiation public coaching negotiation I have ever seen life's funny yeah they should
0: they should they should live stream it shouldn't they
1: just they might, like they are just, they just are.
0: hey hey we set up the webcam in coach McElwain's house that just would, watch watch us all day
1: that would be redundant at this point I,
2: I think, I think if, if Florida tweets send us your questions for coach Mac <laughs> and they like give him his own account
0: hashtag hashtag you coach Mac
2: They set up a bio page for him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Follow us on on Snapchat and there's just like a photo of a pile of cash on table for five seconds and people are frantically trying to screen cap it.
2: But like if Florida puts up like a billboard like, welcome Coach Mack, what can Colorado State do about that?
1: (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. And the best part from some rumors, people thinking that they would... Either try to reduce the buyout, or that they would do a home and home, right? Like, oh, maybe Florida will play in Denver. Yeah,
2: surely Florida, Florida, the school that hasn't left the state on purpose in twenty-three years, will go to go to play at a Mountain West school.
0: Well, you know how that works, right? They'll they'll schedule it for like twenty twenty-seven. Yeah, and, then, and then in, like, 2023, they'll be like, yeah, we're canceling that. Sorry,
1: guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll play that in 2089. <laughs> when football does not exist. When football does not exist and only the crab people dwell we in the We will play
2: 10 basketball games at Colorado State if you just give us Coach Mack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: That's, we'll, pay, we'll play 23 women's – that poor women's volleyball team. Oh, so much
2: – they're, they're really going to like it in Colorado. It's we, a great we, state. We will
0: get you a – a home series only with Maryland. Don't ask us how, but we'll make it happen. They
1: owe us big favors. <laughs> you know you know what Boise State's always saying, that they have a hard time finding teams to play? We've scheduled go. them four times. I know they're a conference foe for you, but we've given you an additional four games with it's them every be year. It's
2: weird you playing Boise State five times next year. But, hey, you want rid of Coach Mack, don't you? No, we don't. We want to keep...
1: <laughs> hey, pressure, pressure, <laughs> pressure either bus pipes... Or it makes diamonds. Which one do you he, want to be?
0: He's already gone. He's already gone. Let it go. That's,
1: Look, just
2: hands off. He wants to go.
1: I I really enjoy Colorado State's bargaining position in this, though. Which is, fuck you, pay me. Exactly! Like, just, that would be my entire negotiation. Feet on the table, pants off, <laughs> with, with a highlighter, just... Like highlighting that portion of the contract until it wore through, stained the table, and then I'd have a flunky bring me another Xeroxed copy of it and just continue to wear out highlighters on it. The
2: fun part is that it's Colorado State, which a couple years ago announced, we want to build a stadium, and everyone's like, you don't have money to build a stadium. Oh, just you wait. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you, There's always money in the gator stand. There'll be some idiot. Some idiot will come along and want to pay. <laughs> some moron. Will I don't know. Some fool. College. Like who? Like can you imagine the lawyers trying to draw this up? They're like, pick a number. What, some what number. I, no moron would pay for any Colorado <laughs> State coach. Seven point five million. Sure. sure.
0: What I am excited about is for other schools to to see this and see it work and try to follow suit. So somebody's <laughs> like, oh, so like I don't know. Uh, let's say UMass UMass has like a
1: $15 million escape option for their let's say
0: let's say UConn is like oh Bob Diaco we are gonna lock you up we are gonna give you a nine year contract and it is ironclad and oh shit we are paying you for nine years this totally backfired
1: (laughs) oh god oh god Bob you, yeah,
0: Oh, I invested all my money in Beanie Babies. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> and you just have to be bought out by people who are actually have corporate connections. So this is how Bob Diaco becomes an insurance baron. Like he went from football coach to like billionaire insurance baron. How'd that happen? You're like, funny story. Colorado State had a all buyout clause. all started with the University of Florida. all started with the University <laughs> As any great insurance
2: escapade scheme. Really sir. Start- never-
0: do you remember Will Muschamp? You know, yeah.
2: NBA yeah, oh, yeah, championship really winner
0: started. with the San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> yeah. It
2: started with Louisiana Lafayette getting a punt blocked in the year 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Go back.
1: Go back even further. Oh, way back. Okay. It yeah. started with Mack Brown. Like, And this is not all to really say that Jeremy Foley, the Florida athletic director, if you're not keeping the character count uh, totally straight here, it's not to say he's incompetent. I don't think it's that. But let's just hold off on on basically what beat writers sometimes do, which is I talk to this guy every day. He knows what he's talking about, really. You know, because yeah. uh, just because you got the guy's phone number and he's pretty well versed on things. Uh, it doesn't mean when the gears start moving that they're going to react all that well to live targets. Well,
2: like like here's my take on Jeremy Foley. He runs an extremely successful, profitable operation, one of the best in the country. Uh, his teams win lots of championships. I'm told. I don't know. I don't watch any of them. I watch one of them, and it's very bad. Um, so because of those championships and that money, people say he's incredible at his job. When you look and you see he's hired Ron Zook, he's hired Will Muschamp, and he flew across the country to not hire Jim McElwain. So. I mean I am kind of I am kind of giving him a a C here. Here's
0: here's why I am willing to give Jeremy Foley the benefit of the doubt. Thayer Evans thinks Jeremy Foley's doing a bad job.
2: Okay, okay. I, I'm ba- going to bump based, that up to a A-. Yeah, yeah, based, B+. Plus.
0: Based on the Thayer Evans is usually wrong about things, I'll go with that. Yeah. Okay, you're
1: right. He's a great athletic director. We should never get rid of him. <laughs> I take it all back. Can't wait for can't wait for Thayer Evans incisive investigative his five day long expose <laughs> on, on, on
2: what's going on at Jim McElwain's house I don't what jim, drugs. Yeah.
0: we're releasing this on consecutive Wednesdays over the month of August
2: yeah
1: okay Wednesday, Wednesday. 9 p.m. aperitifs so it's about each hour about jeremy each Fully hour said, spent yeah. 9 p.m sleeping <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 10 30 p.m awoke by fitful starts like that's oh it's gonna be amazing had to go Just warm up that pulitzer making machine over there um <laughs> the uh it by the way this was of course after jeremy foley was shut out when feelers were extended for hugh freeze at old miss getting hugh freeze a massive raise because Hugh Freeze is naturally the first guy I go to when I think of hiring someone. Not at all.
2: Uh, depends on the depends on the gig. Yeah, if, if you're you, looking for a particularly, you know, charismatic man who sounds like he was in O Brother
1: Where Art Thou, and I, looks like he was in O Brother Where Art Thou, looks like he was in, and who is was a good football coach.
0: I did like the person who suggested to Spencer that he was too. Religious for Florida,
2: for, yeah, for, <laughs> for Tim Tebow University, yeah, for, for Danny, for Danny,
0: for, for Danny University.
1: Yeah, <laughs> university. I mean, man, man, that
2: school hated those quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. just loathed all that religiosity. Just it's been Projected a ten, it. it's been a tension there for decades. I mean, when
2: I think you know a big football university in the SEC, just it it just what Tim Tebow put put up with the persecution he endured on a daily Absolutely. basis at, at that den of harlotry.
1: Yeah, we'll have to get somebody. Uh, we'll have to get somebody who's absolutely not religious, like you know, Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman. <laughs> hey, I were now we're actually now we're actually starting to make sense. We should probably get off this limb. You found a cultural fit at last. We're going to make a terrible hire, and we're just going to have to deal with that because our mediocre third choice is now going to be locked down in Colorado by a seven point five million dollar buyout. That, with his salary, by the way. We should just project this forward with his salary and the salary of assistance and the buyout to Will Muschamp and the $7.5 million buyout that we'd have to pay Colorado state. You're getting on like 18 to $20 million worth of total income, which equals the SEC network's contribution projected for next year. So poof, already off the books. There Thanks, it goes. So. Yeah. That's why you should burn your TV. It's feeding Jeremy Foley. You should just cut that sucker off. It's
2: enabling this man to go to take trips to Colorado,
1: just freewheel around the mountains in someone's plane, not reading, not reading legal documents. What can I do to get you to get out of this explicit legal language?
0: Nothing. What if I sleep over?
1: <laughs> I'll wake you up and say seven point five million dollars. <laughs> Change all the that? alarm clocks to say seven point five. How about now?
0: How about
1: now? Uh, I'll lose a whole game of Trivial Pursuit because every answer I'll give you is seven point five million dollars. You could get
2: lucky there. Could yeah, be very true. specific questions. <laughs> be,
1: be like <laughs> amazing. This that was what I, that's what I'd have a Trivial Pursuit deck printed up with every single question being that. Like wow, Man. seven point five million dollars is the answer to all of these. We can play this all night, Jeremy Foley, Michigan. Let's whoa, talk about whoa, Michigan. hey, whoa, whoa! No,
0: no, no! You were, you come on. That should un- not be
1: little Mi- heads up. Michigan, Michigan,
0: Michigan. H- hasn't startled anybody in a year and a half. Calm down.
1: <laughs> it's, startling is extremely on Michigan. It, it was more the the instant
2: stomach disquiet. <laughs> huh. Oh, I'm suddenly Ooh. I'm suddenly hungry. <laughs> and nauseous and hungry. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry to have startled... I'm digesting myself. I, I'm sorry to have startled you so into a state of dignity, rectitude, and masculinity. <laughs> That's, That's like, what it was.
0: I feel like I'm eating Chinese food on a tilt world. And
1: on that day, his brain grew three sizes. <laughs> 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 it fractured my skull but restored my broken spirit. was worth it. was worth it. it, was worth it. <laughs> the uh, The current search, as badly as it's going for Florida, it might be worse for Michigan it it really might because it, here's where we stand on finding a new coach for the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, hey, hey, Jason, you heard anything about Jim Harbaugh?
2: Uh, well the, the latest buzz, depending on who you listen to football scoop reports that, uh, Jim Harbaugh's not in into it. Football scoop's generally quite reliable. Uh, M blog reports that that, that, that's, they're not hearing quite the same thing and MGo blog on Michigan is quite reliable as well. So, uh, you know, hard to say there. I think everyone sort of agrees that Les Miles is looking uh, quite less milesy, y, which means impossible to predict. But as far as we know, those are the really the only two major names, right? Unless people start Greg Chiano speculation, Greg, and whatnot. Greg Chiano. But yeah, I mean, which, when your whole search, your entire fan base is like, we got to get one of these two guys, Woo, you're setting yourself up for some disappointment.
1: Your uh, extreme disappointment, especially when one of those happens to be a guy who has previously uh, been contacted, sort of hollered at, if you will, uh, about the job, and who has politely declined said job and declared no public interest in all of this.
0: But time time changes things. People change. Yeah. What they want changes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Do you want real cruelty? <laughs> Real cruelty. Now, this is why coaching searches are full of abject cruelty, because because you can hear all of that. You can be totally reasonable. And then you can read Steve Lorenz, writing on 247 Sports, about how Jim Harbaugh works. Mind you, this comes after weeks of no interest, nothing, denial, don't want anything to do with this job. Just, you know, taking tongs, wearing a hazmat suit, pushing it as far away from uh, Harbaugh-Sylvania as possible, right? And then this is what you get paid to write. One source we've talked to, extensively regarding Harbaugh, had the following to say. Jim can be a flake. That'll be a major concern for Michigan. Anything at this juncture saying he's not interested is a smokescreen. His father, and both he and his brother, have a ton of respect for Brady Hoke and would not want to want to make it appear publicly like Jim is taking his job from him. From their mm. end, they'll want the process to appear as quiet as possible. It's been quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to...
2: How, how would, like, John Harbaugh have even heard of Brady Hoke?
1: <laughs> like... Well, yeah, because, like literally, he, what, why he's would he have the, so much respect for him? I mean, he's got well, okay, the 19 hour, he's got the nineteen-hour workday. So remember, where like, he spends like five I mean, minutes
2: with his daughter. I mean, unless they're just like friends somehow, like John Harbaugh, NFL coach in Baltimore, Brady Hoke, no, you know, no job connection I can think of.
0: Well, well, Michigan puts a lot of players into the NFL. I assume. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Funny story about that. that's. That's a good joke. That's a good joke, Ryan. <laughs> We can we can get you the math on that. <laughs> I mean, maybe they
2: do, but it's just hard to see how they would have connected in that way.
1: Ever, yeah, especially because if you've read John Harbaugh's schedule, he, he has no time. He's he spends five minutes with his daughter every day to remind him what's important, and then he goes back to four hours of watching film. That's and he and, and he's
2: the sane one.
0: Film on Andy Dalton.
1: Film on Andy Dalton, which after five minutes, what are you watching?
0: Yeah, oh, oh, he's bad. Okay, well, like,
1: like Jim,
2: I could say, okay, there's the Michigan connection. Uh, I think they were both on the West Coast at the same time in lower level colleges. You know, maybe they do know each other. Fine, fine, fine. But like, I mean, John, I don't, know. I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, that and this too—that you could have every bit of of reason not to every bit of reason to move on, right? Like oh, oh, yeah, he's not coming. It's not happening. There's absolutely no reason you'd want to come back from the NFL ranks to college. Like, no one's really done that unless they need a job or they're Nick Saban. Or if they're crazy. Or if they're crazy. And that's,
2: that's, that's the reason I sort of do give credence to all the Harbaugh stuff, just because... I mean, we're talking about Harbaugh and Miles. Can you imagine two coaches who are
1: harder to predict? This is the Zodiac Killer theory at work. When somebody's like... Man, I'm not the Zodiac Killer. And somebody goes, That's just what the Zodiac Killer would say. Well, like,
2: Jim Harbaugh. Like, is this the person who thinks with his head, who thinks with his heart, who has one of the other, who is a robot, who is a, a exposed nerve. Like
0: Jim Harbaugh He's a hard out. person
2: to characterize. Jim
0: Harbaugh got freaked out in the Super Bowl because his brother gave him a hug. Like <laughs> Like, he didn't know how to react. He's so motivated by hate and destruction that his own brother giving him a hug in a football game fried his circuits.
2: Does that not sound like a Michigan man?
0: I'm just saying, if if Michigan fans don't like Urban Meyer's soulless brand of merciless punishment of all who oppose him, Jim Harbaugh is that with... Hot sauce on top of it. Yeah,
1: but they liked Bo, and he was that. Yeah. Uh, You know, kind of. Bo was actually way closer, like, in terms of how things looked and worked. He was way closer to Harbaugh than I think most people would probably be comfortable with. Right? Remembered fondly. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, Bo. In person, he was terrifying. The only reason he looked human is because he was coaching in a rivalry with Woody Hayes. (laughs) <laughs> a genuine crazy person who probably should have been jailed on several occasions.
2: Yeah, so you just pair him up against Urban Meyer and wait, actually I really don't know which one is actually it's it's Harbaugh. He's the crazier one there.
1: Yeah, Harbaugh's ca- <laughs> Yeah, Harbaugh's crazier cuz remember he was unsaved by the bell.
2: Harbaugh doesn't even like
0: have a good relationship with his like Richard Sherman played for Harbaugh at Stanford and now they like have no relationship whatsoever.
1: Yeah, and that's how competitive he is. He's like, That's oh, how
0: competitive he is. The minute you're not part of his team, you are useless and dead to him.
1: This sounds perfect. He and Urban going at each other. <laughs> yeah, we're really talking
2: ourselves into this, aren't we? No, I just, see this is what happens. <laughs> but Ooh, I,
0: will, I, you I sexy would like to Jim say, Harbaugh. <laughs> I do like I do like that Jim Harbaugh can be a flake, is an issue on one side, and the other side of the coin is less miles.
2: Yeah. Like, that's yeah, he's, he's the Dave. he's the rock of refuge here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the steady, the steady port.
1: You always know what
2: you're getting with that less Miles.
1: We, we've also, by the way, had a great point where we have somebody like Dan Mullen, who finally got the escape pod to work in Starkville, right? Like, <laughs> after years of fiddling, he's like, I finally built it, the rocket that will get me off this planet. And there's nowhere to go to. And he's crashed into Hop.
2: <laughs> there's nowhere. No I mean what does Dan Mullen do if say Florida hires McAwain, Michigan hires uh Harbaugh, meaning Miles stays at LSU, Nebraska hires anybody besides Mullen. Sorry, oh, Dan. No. <laughs> Next year you lose, you know, like your whole defense, so you're you're going seven and five again.
1: Yep, another. So we'll try this again in four years. Looks Dan like you looks Dan like you got another fabulous year in the uh, undiscovered jewel that is Starkville, Mississippi. If it's a good Dan, town.
0: If I was Dan Mullen, next press conference I'd have, I had, I just out of nowhere I'd say I'd just like to refute the rumors that uh, I'm interviewing for the Kentucky offensive coordinator position. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. And I am definitely not saying this just to get the rumor mill started.
1: Another, by the way, do we have any other actual possibilities for Michigan for the few desperate people out there listening? Cause I still insist they end up with Steve Adazio because that sounds awesome. Yeah. I'd i think, watch that. I, I think they end up with him because he'll be coming from high academic standard university with big school ties in terms of his coaching pedigree. He's a Dude. He's really, really, really good at r- the run game. Don't ask about anything else. But he's really, really good at coaching up a run game. And he's actually a pretty good recruiter.
2: Yeah, and he's got ties throughout the Northeast. And he plays a style of football those people seem to be into. And, uh, you know, he's certainly not a Michigan man in in, in demeanor. But I think in, in the actual output and results, I think it fits what they'd be looking for. But they'd probably gripe about it.
0: Uh how about Al Golden? Let me just throw that out there just for fun. Oh, okay, well that's, that's a turn.
1: Quite <laughs> I mean, a turn. You know, you know sweat freezes and turns into ice, which kills people. That right? would be ama- that would be amazing. <laughs> just a frozen block of Al Golden.
2: <laughs> Can you imagine Al Golden in a coat? Like how billows and puffy it would be? You'd get a coat like three sizes too big. <laughs> He would. He, he would look like Lane Kiffin in that one bowl game.
1: He would look like Ralphie's little brother in a Christmas story when they go out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's going deep sea diving. That, looked,
0: that, I think that leg trophy is a traveling. That leg lamp is a traveling trophy in the Big Ten, anyway.
1: So, <laughs> oh, it's gonna be if we got the if we got the chair trophy,
0: the Rutgers Maryland major award. If we get a
1: Miami coach into the Big Ten, they
2: gotta have a sexy trophy like the leg. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're also not getting Mike Gundy because, uh, because Mike Gundy's never leaving Oklahoma State. He's just going to argue with T. Boone Pickens forever.
2: kind of feel like he's sort of just resigned himself. Like, what was it he was doing this week? Like, answering text messages during his post-practice presser or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Like, he's just like, any, 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 uh, you know, texting his agent. I don't
1: know what he was doing. Anything like, coming like, in? Nope. Like, like, we, it starts with this, and Mike Gundy ends up just, like, homeless in five years. <laughs> but still the coach, but still the coach. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be at the stadium in 10. (laughs) The, uh, the last job of serious import open at the moment would be uh, Nebraska freshly off. Oh, I thought you were going to say Tulsa. Oh, well, I mean, that's next. Oh, right. Right. Sorry. Tulsa is the Nebraska of Oklahoma. Okay. The, uh, but yeah, we we have Nebraska open. Boy, do we? sure, Sure. Uh, Great! I think that's it. That's our reaction to like uh. the uh, the
2: news of two, or Wednesday was that they wanted Brett Bielema and Brett Bielema shot that
1: down within the hour. Uh, Probably because somebody threatened to shoot him down within the hour. <laughs>
0: can I ask? A, can I ask an unpleasant question? Sure. Why would you? Why would anybody want the Nebraska job?
1: I don't know. God
2: damn if I know. I mean, like, you, have, you have to win ten games a year in the middle of nowhere.
0: Even that might not be enough. Like, if you If you go back and just give Bo Pelini one more win every year, he probably still loses his job this year.
2: I mean, like somebody somebody in uh, – Ian Boyd did a story at, at espionation.com, which you can go read. And in the comments, there's someone who says, you know, the Big Ten West schedule is a major selling point for this job. <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty easy to get to the Big Ten Championship if you're one of the <laughs> bigger schools – in the Big Ten West, such as Nebraska, Wisconsin, Iowa, to which you'd say, okay, so you win about nine games a year, and you're in great shape. The last guy got fired for that, as right. did the guy before him.
0: And and the problem with that schedule is when you lose your dumb shit 17-13 game to Iowa, you look like an asshole.
1: Yeah, and and then you like, have to go and try to fix the problem by trying to recruit people who aren't c- in the state of Nebraska to commit to living in Lincoln, Nebraska.
0: Hey, please leave, live in Nebraska and help me beat Iowa. This is the saddest DC Comics movie ever.
1: When are my, when are my games going to be on TV? Well, you'll be either the evening alternate.
0: Or 11 o'clock our time.
2: Well, yes. like you can consistently win out there. I mean, Oklahoma's do it. Granted, they have access to Texas every year. Uh, Kansas State does it. Granted, they've spent... Decades building up a JUCO system that you know is probably the best in the country, which Nebraska used to have till everyone caught up. But now, like, there are no advantages for Nebraska, you're just big and you have a lot of money, and a lot of people care. You have to win 10 games a year, you'll be fired. I don't know who would
1: take that job.
0: Ah, yes, but sometimes you'll get to go to Northwestern.
1: The (laughs) like, I didn't really realize how bad the conference switch was going to be for them, the conference switch made a lot of sense in terms of finances. But in terms of recruiting and in terms of switching where they got people and increasing their visibility and that's not been a good thing for them. And scheduling,
2: I mean instead of scheduling Texas, Oklahoma, and this year TCU and Baylor, you know, they're playing northwestern. (laughs) You know? And I think their their East games this year were pretty crappy too. Well Michigan State, but I mean overall their schedule was just depressing i mean yeah this, this conference money is great and all but it seems to have ruined a whole lot of things for nebraska so come on in take the time. <laughs> that's why they
1: I mean, need, that's why they, they need a man craig,
2: if they don't get go get craig bowl and like you know you mentioned the name craig bowl and everyone says oh there's bad blood in history there well fucking fix it because he's the best hire it's on <laughs> is, you to go <laughs> fix it it's not that hard. People have made up before.
1: <laughs> this is the angriest Jason.
2: I've ever heard Jason on this podcast. I, I, I've inherited a little bit of Bo Pelini here Jason. because I don't get why this man was fired. What but you're going to do that's better than 9-3 every but, single year. But,
0: but you do understand, well, fucking fix it was also what got Bo Pelini fired.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Firing Bo Pelini did fucking fix one thing. You're not guaranteed to lose four games a year. However... Now you have to fucking fix the fact that you're no longer guaranteed to win nine games every year.
1: This is the giant collection of man babies who actually run things that, that hold these things over. Like, oh, there's bad blood with Craig Bull. We'll fucking fix it. Oh, Jim Harbaugh. They've, they've got some issues. And so does Last Miles with Michigan. We'll fucking fix it. Write a check. At what point the did money 7.5 million Exactly. At what <laughs> point did money stop making people feel better about each other?
0: Like like Bobby Petrino went back to Louisville. You can figure <laughs> it out.
2: Listen. We look can... to Bobby Petrino. Let him be your <laughs> moral guide. <laughs> that's do what
1: Bobby would do. That's what a stupid sport bereft of all reason and like Human intelligence. This is that college football is that we have to point to Bobby Petrino and go be as Christ would be. Are be there 100 million dollars a
2: year at stake? Would Bobby Petrino take them?
1: Yes. <laughs> you do the same. Who's got the most? Who's got the most beatific presence in all of college football right now? That'd be Louisville, the institution, and Bobby Petrino. They forgave, they moved on. Look at them go. There you go, Michigan. Do that. Florida, because- hell, Florida! You could do that with Dan Mullen. If you call Dan, like if this whole thing hangs up, and you just send Dan Mullen, like we'll go back. Just send him a Snapchat. Send him <laughs> right? an emoji. Send him an emoji. Send like him any emoji. Yes, any. Send him the poop emoji, and he will be <laughs> on your doorstep in ten minutes.
0: Hey, man. Hey, you want to hang out?
1: <laughs> what?
0: What? Yes, huh? I, br- I brought. I brought Donkey Kong Country. Contact him,
1: contact him on his now defunct MySpace account that he hasn't logged into since 2006, okay? <laughs> go, go find that, and he'll respond in 10 seconds.
0: Still, It's still got Chingy playing on it.
1: <laughs> right, He'll be right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to say one last thing before we get off the coaching topic. I would like to point out that while we're all focused on the top jobs right now, There will probably be some sort of domino effect where, you know, one coach moving to another school opens up another job, et cetera, et cetera. And I just want everyone to be prepared. Skip Holtz is going to get promoted.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to happen.
2: All right? I mean, it's been a couple years, and he's still at the same place.
0: So I just – mostly I want Spencer to be prepared for that because I feel like Skip Holtz succeeding offends every bone in his body.
1: It does. It's okay. come. By the way, people who have are beat writers who've dealt with Skip, they love they love Skip. Skip gives great answers, good, personable, all of that. I hate watching his football teams, and assume that half of his success, at least half, is due only to nepotism. Uh, so I'm just preparing myself mentally for this. I'm preparing for him or Houston Nutt to get that Tulsa job when I want Herb Hand to get it. Just just ready for that to happen too.
0: Because and the, Houston, Houston, that's getting that UNLV job. Do not even
1: do I not. Even. I don't know. I don't know. Coach
2: O wants that job, too. <laughs> and I would like to see them wrestle.
0: Look, why can't they just split it? Like, Coach O gets, Coach o gets it every they get other joint, They get
1: joint custody of the UNLV <laughs> program. Yeah, yeah, every other week. This I
0: would, thought I, I thought I had UNLV for Thanksgiving. You know what? You had team, UNLV at Easter.
1: That team would somehow go 75. They'd go 75, they'd make a ball and Houston Nutt would work as a dealer on the side. It'd be awesome. Not on the strip. It'd be off strip. I'm not putting him in a position above his capability and experience as a dealer. I mean, the man did work Tunica. Could, I'm sure he, of it. He could do circus circus. Just to go back to when he was at Old Miss and go to Tunica one night and see him out there dealing like Blackjack. Is that you, Houston Nut? Nope. My name's Randy.
0: Rand, Randy Nut. Oh, <laughs> god What do you
1: think Houston Nut's alias is when he's trying Randy to be slick? It's Randy <laughs> Nut. It <laughs> doesn't even, like, work
2: that hard. And he just switches, like a dumb, switches the name of the city. I'm Fort Worth Nut. I'm Fort this,
1: Worth Nut.
0: This is just a license with a post-it note on it that says Randy.
1: <laughs> I'm Randall Oxford. <laughs> Like if he were in Tulsa, in, if he were in Tulsa, his name would be something like "I'm Jonathan Tulsa, Tulsa Nut." <laughs> yeah, I'm Tulsa Nut. Aren't you the coach of the football team? No, nope. oh, yes, Tulsa Nut. I'm Tulsa Saint Nutworth the Third.
0: I appreciate the compliment, as he is a handsome man.
1: <laughs> but yeah. uh, let's do this. We have uh, we're going to pick one question tonight. We say we would answer one question. So, from the vast list of our our reader questions, uh, I'm going to go to Ryan for a suggestion.
0: Um, I was not prepared for this at I, all. I have,
1: a, I have a recommendation. Okay, go ahead, Jason. All right,
0: good. <clears throat>
2: uh, let's see. This comes to us from Justin Ferguson, J Ferguson AU on Twitter. Brett Bielema is indeed all hog. Then, <laughs> which college football <laughs> coach is the least amount
1: hog? Oh. All right, can we can we explain this? By the way, this goes back to. Uh, Brett Balam's tweet around four thirty this afternoon, after rumors of his interest or Nebraska's interest in him came out. He refuted this by tweeting out that he was in fact quote all hog, which if you've seen him with his shirt off, you totally believe
2: yeah, this was uh Actually, you, have, you He, he have tweeted, seen a, he tweeted something about, I'm recruiting Indianapolis, congrats to Wisconsin, or something like that, which is just like such trawling of Nebraska. <laughs> like, I'm recruiting in the Big Ten, and hooray for Wisconsin. <laughs> Although,
1: which, by the way, our Arkansas fans really should have been like, that's great, what the hell are you doing getting players from up there?
2: What in the hell are you doing bringing down some of that? It better be Andrew Luck. <laughs> yeah, He can play left tackle.
1: <laughs> you can play fullback
0: Starting tight end, Andrew Luck
2: Does First he have... thing that comes to mind for me is Bill Snyder I think the man has completely transcended his Hogness. You know, they say hogs are uh, 98% human DNA and whatnot I think at this point the man has shit himself of all the hog I mean, he, he, he looks like a pretty slender man Despite eating all that Taco Bell
1: <laughs> Yeah, okay uh, I, I see that, Ryan Which... Um. I will say...
0: Norm Chow doesn't seem very hog to me, like he's definitely some sort of animal, but he seems more i don't know like a grazing a grazing dairy cow or something
2: ork is, is big on the islands though it is yeah. big, it is big on the it island, is man.
0: i know but not Norm Chow isn't
1: yeah, but i, I yeah I, they don't eat him that's true, and he does have the Pacific calm eyes. All right. of, uh, of a cow here. in the field. I will, is he not? I will,
0: I will amend my answer and say Randy Edsel. <laughs> Randy Edsel is extremely not hog.
1: I'm going to go Al Golden for this reason. I posit that Al Golden at this point is 100 percent shrimp.
0: He's well. He's definitely
1: got fillers. Oh no, he's like that. He's like that. Good. Uh, he may actually be made entirely of krab, <laughs> right? Like fake crab.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh my I god. Mean,
0: this Al Golden Rangoon is delicious.
1: If
2: we're talking about like which coach would be like the best eaten, and which would be the worst eaten, I mean I don't yeah. picture Al Golden being very delicious. It'd be so salty.
0: Oh yeah. If oh you're no. Get, you're you're getting, getting a lot of product in there.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be like certain it's going to be like certain kinds of uh, ham. You're going to have to soak Al Golden in just a plain water mixture, right? Just just water. Just leave it there. Let the salt sort of leach out over like a mm-hmm. week in your fridge. Mm-hmm. Like I, I bet, like Mark Helfrich would be just delicious. Oh, he's been eating like hazelnuts and wood and like mushrooms of the woods. Yeah, yeah. You're,
2: like that's a you know you you could you could chop him up and sell it to Chipotle. Yeah.
1: Whereas Brett Bielema, <laughs> man. <laughs>
0: Brett Bielema, you could sell the Taco Bell, and then <laughs> well, Bill, 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 Bill Snyder they, would eat him. They
1: might turn it back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Bielema just sort of has a natural smoky flavor. You say, how, wow, how long did you smoke this, Coach? You say, not at all.
1: Man, can you imagine, by the way, Brett Bielema actually putting a cigarette to his lips? Because I don't know if you've seen people who you didn't know whether they smoked or not, and they light up for the first time. Your brain immediately gauges the health impact on them, right? You see somebody light up with a smoke, and you're like, 72. They're making it to 72, <laughs> And you, you know, that's probably because ah, eh, they're reasonably healthy looking. I know they exercise. They're a little fat, but you know that's fine. They'll get away with it. The, if is, I saw Brett Belambo put a cigarette to his lips, I'd be like, oh, you're gonna die next week. Oh this is, no! That this is your annual reminder.
0: Him. This is your annual reminder that George O'Leary is barely older than Pete Carroll.
1: <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah.
0: Shit got dark.
2: God's got a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: George O'Leary does not, however.
1: Speaking, no. speaking of, of... He does name, have a degree from Notre Dame. He does have a degree from Notre Dame. <laughs> Got that PhD. You can't take that away from him because it's not factual. Can just leave it. He can just write whatever he wants. Speaking of George O'Leary... <laughs> oh, look what we just did. Segway! Uh-huh. Uh, getting on that Segway. Taking it down to the highway of the games of the week. The last week of the regular season.
0: That's good. Keep going. You can do it. Sing all the way through.
1: I I don't hear any rhymes yet. Yeah. That's okay. It (laughs) doesn't get any finer than UCF at East Carolina. (laughs) There we go. Now I understand why you hate
0: musical theater. (laughs)
1: Because I can ride it. I can just do this all day long. (laughs) Um, Yes, that would be UCF at Carolina kicking off this week, which is the final final week of the regular season, which... I'm not real ready for, but I'm kind of ready for. Kind of yeah. ready to just see this end game plot out, but nobody cares about this game cuz that that really doesn't matter too much. What we do care about is Friday because Friday's got the first of our two championship games. That would be the MAC championship game. which you will watch? Don't lie. Comes a little up. bit. Yeah, you watch a little bit of it. It's a warm up for the Pac-12 championship game. That Pac-12 championship game. You know, we'll talk about it a little bit, but hey, Bowling Green versus Northern Illinois. You'll watch it. But Pac-12? Yeah.
2: Uh, well, we're talking about sort of a junior Baylor in Bowling Green. Yeah. Uh, and then NIU, sort of the uh, the budget Boise State it's become. Yeah, got all kinds Which of Which, that's like double budget. <laughs> An what, actual what we're, like,
1: top program.
0: What was on clearance at Big Lots?
1: Yeah, the Mac. Maxion, we just got tons of <laughs> Maxion on clearance because it didn't turn out to be that entertaining this year. But the Mac Championship game is inevitably like a forty-eight fifty-one game played. Is this still in Detroit?
2: Uh, uh, yes, yeah. I believe is. so.
1: Yeah, yes. Future home of the Virginia Tech Florida Bowl game, Detroit,
0: which which you claim you're going to go to because you're stupid. <laughs> it's the dumbest human being
1: alive. <laughs> <laughs> so it should be some fun. And it's probably what you'll watch with no expectations and enjoy more than you should. Which is the way Maction should always be. Should be no hope for it. If it's good, it's great. If it's not, it's still football. It shouldn't have the kind of expectations you have for... Dun-dun-dun! The Pac-12 championship game. Arizona versus Oregon! Uh, singing again. I know, I need to stop. Uh, this would be a rematch of Oregon's, against Oregon's only loss of the season, a loss at home on a late Scooby Wright strip of Marcus Mariota. Um, I really, I could see Arizona doing that again.
0: I do like that the committee had, had the, I don't know what the term is, but I'll say audacity to put Arizona 7th as if the signal to them, hey, hey, do it again and we'll give you a spot.
1: Do it. <laughs> <laughs> they could just put them 25th. Right, yeah. Then it would actually count for something. Yeah, they'd be like, "Well, no, they beat the twenty-fifth ranked team. Obviously, the most important team in college football." But no, let's <laughs> let's let's downgrade them and move them to seventh. Because remember, also,
2: well, just real quick, let's point out that Minnesota is not ranked this week. They're not twenty-fifth. I, the, I
0: I don't want to talk about it. It's I, I just
1: wanted
2: to raise awareness. But go ahead, Spencer.
1: <laughs> remember Minnesota; they'll always put you at the kids' table. You can eat at the adults' table on the corner. <laughs>
0: There's no chair.
1: There's no chair. We didn't even pull out an extra leaf for you. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is a game that I think Arizona can win again. I think like the same the same weaknesses that Arizona was able to exploit the first time haven't really gone away. I think this is still pretty much the same matchup between the same people and is basically a coin flip. It's like who gets the ball last and doesn't turn it over. It is, well, it,
0: is, it is not helpful that Oregon will not have still does not have Pharaoh Brown, so that's not great.
1: Nope.
2: The offensive line has healed up a little bit, but you're going to need some weapons. You, know, you, you have the best player in the country at quarterback, and he's got an okay offensive line at this point. But, you know, uh, other than uh, Royce Freeman, not a whole lot of experienced weaponry.
1: Yeah, and remember, Scooby and, Wright. Well, the a freshman. So. <laughs> and Scooby Wright. <laughs> that's
2: Walter Camp finalist, Scooby Wright. That's right. A defensive player actually getting some recognition
1: for a, uh, for a uh, Player of the Year award. Oh my, man,
0: that's Jason Kirk as hell.
1: <laughs> my, it, this game might actually have my Heisman vote coming out of it. Seriously. I mean, y'all but should look up Scooby's numbers, y'all. Scooby, Scooby has had one of the most dominant single seasons by a defensive player in a real long time. He had the
2: game-clinching play against Oregon the first time around. Tore apart Arizona State to win the division.
1: Yeah, and uh, his his defensive line for the year is not to be believed. The last time I can remember somebody having a defensive line like this, it was basically in suit. right? Like that's the last time I can remember somebody having just eye popping numbers like this for his position. Let's see the the totals, by the way, for for him. I I know Shaq Thompson was, was really awesome, and so was Hauli Kikaha. I know he was absolutely fantastic, but the total numbers for Wright, 139 tackles, 27 tackles for loss, 6 forced fumbles. Just not real in terms of what he's done for that team. So Let me put it to you like this. Last year, Aaron Donald,
2: uh, the pit defensive lineman, everyone was completely stunned by the season he had. He had 2.19 tackles per loss per game. Scooby has 2.33, and he's a linebacker. So he's you know, also doing other things, cleaning up messes, forcing fumbles, picking
1: off balls. All he does is ruin Oregon's life. Done it two years in a row now and could do it for two years and a championship game if this plays out the way it could. So yeah, you probably wanna watch that. Stay up. Get one of those good pac twelve kicks in at nine PM Eastern. Only on Fox Fox. But then that takes us to Saturday. Which one of the Saturday games do you find most appealing, Jason? <laughs> what the whole day? Bedlam. Uh, it, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going You mean the whole day, right? Not
2: like the noon slate, or
0: no, no, no. Yeah, I, please, mean the,
1: I mean the entire day cause
0: we Please really don't, don't have, say. Please don't say the noon slate.
2: Oh yeah, because I mean, I, the noon slate's sh- sh- damn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Louisiana. I mean, I I kind
2: of do want to see what TCU does to Iowa State, knowing that. Uh, uh, everyone, the Ohio State and Baylor, have chances to beat ranked teams, so yeah, you, TCU, you, you, TCU knows it can't goof around against Iowa State. Yeah,
1: you know what Iowa State's going to do to TCU. 13, <laughs> which is win. <laughs> 13-9. <laughs> I mean, if you beat Iowa State by like eight points at home, you
2: know, and then Baylor blows out Kansas State, you're not number three anymore.
1: <laughs> I'm so damn proud of this team scuttling TCU's national title, hopes.
2: I mean, you, ha- you have to actually look pretty good against a bad team to maintain that distance. Uh, but, I mean, on the day as a whole, I'll take Bama-Mizzou. I mean, I think Mizzou has the defensive line now that it's actually healthy. Uh, you- you'll remember, as Bill C. mentions once a week, and I don't blame him, they were banged up when they lost to Indiana, uh, SEC East champion Indiana. Uh, they were without their best play. I think it was Marcus Golden and uh, for at least part of that game. Uh, We have a healthy Mizzou defense against uh, Lane Kiffin offense, which has been, you know, despite what we've seen against Auburn and a couple other teams, it's had some bad games. It's had some games where it's, uh, hey, we're just going to throw to Amari every play, and that doesn't always work.
1: This would be my game, my choice. And it will not surprise you because I really do want to see what happens when Georgia Tech narrowly loses to Florida State. And lose,
0: lose by point seven
1: points. <laughs> runs the triple option of Florida.
0: Florida State wins on away goals.
1: <laughs> Florida State wins by <laughs> wins by point differential. Like well, Judge, you know, judge's decision exactly. Like well, I don't know. In group, they beat Nigeria, but they lost to Croatia. But they scored a lot of goals. Wins on a count out. Yeah, exactly. Scored a lot of goals versus Iran, so well, wouldn't get back in the ring. Yeah, throwing the count out and not getting hmm. back in the ring, then we throw in that suspension in the two yeah. yellow
0: cards. And yeah. the American Amer- Bushwick the Amer-
1: Bill ran in and hit somebody with a the, potato. The,
0: the American League won the All Star game, so that goes in their
2: favor. So, that means so. State
1: wins. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we have to just throw Baylor down and Whoops! The timekeeper
2: Whoops. accidentally added eight minutes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Florida State could score twice in injury time. Shover it's weird. In Charlotte. Alex Ferguson was irate as he tasted his own medicine with Jimbo Fisher's <laughs> Tottenham Spurs. <laughs> oh, that's what we're that's what we're looking at here. We're looking at yeah, some other. I tell what,
0: these Spurs just play hard, and I love these Spurs.
1: <laughs> the only solace you'll get from this is. Paul Johnson maybe beating Jimbo Fisher with a crowbar at midfield if something shaky happens at the end of this game. That would be the only really amusing thing in all this. Because you know Florida State's going to win. Yes, That's how this works. They don't lose.
0: He'll just pull nope. the crowbar out of his throat like he's a sword swallower. He's just been <laughs> carrying it there.
1: <laughs> that's, that's I a, usually
0: use this for roadside emergencies. Where he comes
2: from in Appalachia, That's that's Christmas.
1: Yeah, every I, year. Every year, here's a crowbar you can replace. I,
2: I kind of think that Paul PJ is the, is sort of the perfect avatar for America here. You know, like every week somebody you know everyone roots against Florida State and they win because they're awesome. Uh, I, I feel like his 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 stance on this is one that everyone needs to adopt. Just stare down death, accept the bleak, morbid reality that Florida State's going to win, refuse to give a shit about it. Maybe win some games next year out of anger. You know, like, you can't beat FSU, so just just fuel the anger towards something productive.
1: Yeah, also, you know what Georgia Tech's going to do? Going to run the dive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, FSU's still got a banged up uh, interior of its defense, which is
2: great, because out of the three options, the one you prefer to do is the simplest one, which is hand it to a different fullback every time, right up the middle.
1: (laughs) That's the best part. It's like, (laughs) hey, Paul
0: Paul Johnson, you know, this game's got all kinds of, you know, super moves and... You know, you can you can throw lightning. No, punch, I just want to punch, punch, punch high, pu- heavy punch. punch, high punch, high punch.
2: Yeah, out of the six buttons on the Street Fighter board, it's fierce punch, fierce punch, fierce punch, fierce punch. You
0: know, and you can you can block moves or back up. No,
2: you can duck. You can jump. You can kick. You can kick. It's okay to punch. 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 It's fourth down.
1: Punch.
0: <laughs> The game's over. You don't
1: have the ball. <laughs> That's hey, you know you have this special punch. Why I don't guess. you throw a fireball? Why don't you throw your ass? <laughs> That's uh, the, the the my entire year was made by the way when uh, I figured out that that he you know read the story of Dan Wilkin wrote where Paul Johnson found out that. Brian Van Gorder at Georgia Southern after succeeding him was talking shit about his offense, and he's like, "Find him! I want to kick his ass! Give me his phone number!" <laughs> he was on and then some. A year the- later, uh,
2: Van Gorder's gone, and the offense is back to Johnson.
1: <laughs> Paul Johnson's like, "I told you." <laughs> <laughs> you should watch, by the way, because Zach Lasky, Zach Lasky, and St. John Days did Georgia in on the ground, and neither of them have a real fear or concerned for their own health in this offense. It's, it's kind of breathtaking to watch. They're just like, yeah, you want me to run through three guys? I'll, I'll do that. Also, they have a receiver named DeAndre Smelter, which for a school that teaches industrial engineering, Smelter is a great name to have. So we forgot to talk about the Big Ten title game. I think it needs its own theme song. Something that makes us, uh, gives the proper respect to it. So, Ryan,
0: who will win the race for number five? The first team out of the big playoff. (laughs) This is gonna gonna
2: be. (laughs) Doesn't count the most.
0: Who will be the (laughs) most upset? When Baylor and TCU are in, in. it doesn't mean anything. You should watch it. And that's why it's in Indiana.
1: Just playing the music from The Dark Knight behind this. (laughs) 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 Slow it down
2: a little. Slow it down. That's a little bit of a brisk tune for a friend.
0: (laughs) I won't bury another Ohio State, Master Wayne. I won't do it.
1: Oh, but Wisconsin could make them do it. They really could. Yeah, uh, you know, the past couple months, so Wisconsin's done
2: what it's wanted, including losing to Northwestern.
1: That's true. And Ohio State has dominated their entire schedule, including complete ownage of a loss against Virginia Tech. Owned. I, I think over the last, you know, last couple
2: of weeks or so, Ohio State's looked like pretty much Florida State. You know, if Florida State actually had sort of a fifth gear to go to. Like oh. they're looking like ass against Indiana and Michigan, and then if you just look at the score, you say, Oh, they won by three touchdowns. But
1: with one they try a, not to with one important and unfortunate wrinkle going into this game, which is that the starting quarterback will be Cardale Jones.
0: Who is who is a giant of a man?
1: Huge. Which, he's like he's like Chris Ralph sized.
0: Yeah, if we've learned anything from the NBA draft, just get the biggest guy possible and oh wait, this is a terrible plan.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's the Logan Thomas offense, right? Hey, like, oh, hey. it's huge. It's got to work.
0: Congratulations, Greg Oden. You've got this.
2: Uh, he spent a portion of his college career uh, not caring about academics,
1: so that's good. Hey, listen. When we were eighteen, we would we would have all said really silly stuff on social media. This is it. Is the most. No, I'm serious. It's good. Yeah, it is Why the would, most fun thing. Stuff?
0: That people, I mean. Did you care about college and college? Oh, hell no. No, and that's why we all work work on the internet now.
2: Oh, God. Sorry, yeah. Cardale. We would be <laughs> engineers or something if we had.
1: <laughs>
0: and, and right back, talking about Georgia Tech, as right,
1: usual. Right back, right back right back to the most important topic in all of college football. Tech. Oh, I was Georgia. talking
2: about School of Mines.
1: Sorry. Talking about the Jackets. Talking talking about them, Colorado, Colorado School of Mines. Uh, I would say in this game, by the way, uh, it is the. It's not quite the nightcap, because you do get Fresno State and Boise in the Mountain West Championship game at 10 p.m., but this will be the nightcap. And hopefully you'll get Jim Delaney kind of tipsy at the end, because huh. that happened once. Got it? Yeah, he looked a little floored, a little rushed, a little stuttered. Looked like Jim was either that. real excited or he had maybe a couple of beverages, which why not? Stressful being a conference commissioner.
0: Yeah, he had to he had to go to Rutgers and Maryland this year.
1: I'd buy him the alcohol myself. Mm-hmm. He had to hand someone a trophy. Yeah, by the way, what's, also...
2: What's the Big Ten trophy look like?
1: It looks like Maryland. They just give you Maryland. It's just a television? It, it's a cake with Randy Edsel in it. He pops out.
0: Surprise! It actually looks like a trash can with a football on it.
2: Yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't know why it would. Look, I don't know why it would look like that. Or, or,
0: or if I'm being honest, it looks a little bit like an urn. Like you're like, yes, this is where we put. This is where we put Lloyd Carr's oh, ashes. Oh, uh, Lloyd Carr is not dead. Well, when he is,
2: congratulations to Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it, uh, al- it it also by the way. Uh, If you kind of look at it, it's... uh, No, that's a garbage can, y'all.
0: Yeah, it's a garbage can full of ashes. (laughs) I am the ghost of Ron Turner's football career. So
1: it's an urn you can help yourself to.
0: (laughs) It's an urn full of hard candy.
1: Congratulations, Wisconsin. You've won demons. (laughs) Now we can end
0: it. Now we can end it.